You're listening to All to Play For, brought to you by Joe and Coral. Welcome to All to Play For, the first of our Euro 2020 specials, brought to you by Joe and Coral, with me, Lindsay Hipgrave, and you, Joe Cole. Great to see you, Linz. Good to see Welcome you. Welcome to the for team. Me. And throughout the Euros, we're going to be recording our pods from here, our very own pub, the All to Play For Arms. I'm not sure how you angled that. Listen, it doesn't get much better. It's in my contract. Had to be in a pub. Does not get much better than this, does it? Euro 2020, in a pub. Happy days. Some people want white lilies. You just want a boozer. Just a, just a good old East London boozer. It'll do, it'll do me. We're going to... Finish the show and attack the bar afterwards, hopefully. Exactly. We're looking forward to it. In every episode, we're going to be having a, a bit of a chinwag with a legend of the game. We're going to chat about the upcoming Euro 2020 fixtures, discuss the tournament's movers and shakers, and of course, delve deep into those inside stories that only we can bring you. And that's not it. We're going to jump on the tools after every England game as well to bring you our post-match reaction and analysis. So make sure you're tuning in for that. But first, should we introduce today's guest? Because he's Bulgaria's most capped player of all time. He captained his country at Euro 2004. He's a hero at Celtic, a god at Villa Park. To some, he's known as Stylian, but to us, he's just Stan the man. Welcome, Hello. Stan. Thank you, guys. Yeah, I agree. Pup is a great, uh, great <laughs> place, but where's the beer? Listen, listen, it's not 12 yet. Stan, come on, we're not, we're not animals at all to play for. We yes. at least wait for PM. Okay. You need okay. to get that in I'll the contract as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, do you know what? Miss, I come across Stan when he was coming, I think he was try, trying to get back into the game when I was at Villa. Like, I was shot to pieces. But Stan, Stan joined in training with us and it, it was, wasn't fit, but the quality was there. Like, it was, like, he's a proper player, this man, trust me. I remember thinking we got to get him fit, get him in the team, because at the time we were struggling and he was a different class. When did you two last see each other then? Oh, the last time when I when I saw, obviously we've seen each other in the, in the different places, but that was a villa when Joe yeah. was a villa. And, uh, you know, I, I love uh, coming at there and watching Joe training because... Uh, it was class, you know. I've played against Joe when I was when I was eighteen. If you yeah, remember, uh, yeah. Upton Park, you yeah, played yeah, yeah. against uh, uh, against England, and uh, that was the first time when I realized how good Joko, how special he is. And then I followed his career. But he was a villain and that time. I know you you said it that you yeah. struggle a lot with the yeah. injuries, and you 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 were trying to get back to to fitness. But that was the time when I was like, wow. I'm closer to the man that I used to watch when he was when he was the younger. So it was it was a great experience, and I wasn't fit. I was never fit anyway. You were just saying that. <laughs> Well, finally, just a day away from Euro 2020 kicking off. It's just a year behind schedule. How excited are you for the tournament to kick off? I'm so excited. I mean, in our house, my my two boys, it's like all they can talk about. They've got their, you know, like the things we used to have a kid, like the little posters. They've got them up. The wall chart. They like. It, He's on it, like, he, Italy, he's been studying Italy and Turkey, so it's going to be wicked. I'm going to have, for, this, for the England game, I'm not working, which I'm, which I'm actually happy about. I'm going to get over, everyone around ours and watch the game and hopefully have a good day. What, what are you doing, Stan, for the tournament? Watching at home. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've got friends coming over, the family. I, I love the big tournaments. Yeah. I just love the build-up. I, I had, the, had the pleasure to play in 2004. It wasn't the best one, but you know what? Just being part of it yeah. and just know what everybody, the excitement, 
big teams, you know. And actually, Joe, I think you you would be very excited about the England team I because know. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. You know, I predicted that maybe they they could win it. I think because of that, everybody's hype. Yeah, yeah. Because the talent you produced in the last couple of years and now the create the creativity and the talent yeah. you've got going forward. It's unbelievable, isn't it, mate? Oh my God. Well, well, our friend Jack, you know, we, we, uh, I had a close-up view of Jack coming through when I was at my year at Aston Villa. Stan knows all about him. I mean, I'm not surprised. He's The only thing that's surprising for me that is he's taken him, he's 25 now to play in his first tournament for England, but I think that's more a indictment on on the manager, the manager, because I love Gareth, but the, the system leading, like maybe the managers who developed him, Jack's so ta- Jack's so talented, ain't he? You know, I um, uh, I've done uh, when I was uh, when I was go- going back from my illness. I uh, I was coaching with Gordon Counts under twenty, yeah. under twenty three, and Jack was part of it. Yeah. So Jack, um, what we tried to do is limit his touches because yeah. Jack liked taking the ball. Yeah. He just liked to. He, he loved to be kicked. He liked yeah. to carry that ball. He, he wants to be in the, in the spotlight. Yeah. So one game we were playing, and um, he was playing on the left, so he keep getting the ball, and he's like drifting across the pitch and he's yeah. taking people on he, he won't shoot he'll try to get the perfect yeah. goal and I'm like Jack if you keep doing it we'll take you off you look at me and he'll keep doing it and he'll keep doing it and the next moment he picked the ball he looked at it played one-two with the striker took a touch and he bent in the far corner scored yeah. he looked at me and I just realised just don't tell him yeah, yeah, yeah. The, boy, the boy just know how to play he just he just does his own thing now you can see him yeah. the, the way he travel around the players and take yeah. the ball. He just loves playing with the ball. Yeah. You know, sometimes we've been in a situation when the team is, is losing or you're yeah. having a bad yeah. game. You just don't want the ball. You want yeah. that little, you know, 10 minutes of not getting the ball. He's a completely different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes and takes the ball every time you've got a chance. You go and pick it from the defence and you drive and you go. Yeah. If you lose it, you do it again. 100%. And this makes a huge difference. That's what makes him most dangerous. His ability to take that ball, make a mistake, get it again and produce. Yeah. Because this is what players hate. If yeah. I, if I, I used to kick him. I yeah. used to kick him. Because <laughs> yeah. that, that was the only way yeah. to, to actually get the ball. Because, you know, people don't realise we're talking about his ability that, but the way he, he shields the ball, you know, yeah, he yeah. gets the ball in the right in the right side, he puts his body in between the player and the ball. Yeah. And you can see the only way you can get the ball is following him. Yeah, yeah. And you as a manager, you're thinking, I'll take that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes, you know, people talk about taking too many touches, but it, it, it looks good to him. Yeah. You know, I used to have a Krasimir Balikov when we were in the national yeah, yeah, team, yeah. Joe. And uh, it, I, I remind me of Jack, he's like, he'll take the ball and he'll lose it. And he say, I'll tell you what, you lose it, we'll look ugly. I lose it, we'll look classic. <laughs> <laughs> that's his Jack as well. Yeah. Even if he lose the ball, people yeah. are like, oh, this is brilliant. Yeah. So that's, that's, that, that's what type of player he is. Who would you think is going to win? the overall tournament then do you think England can win it because of Jack and players like that uh, I think so if because don't forget it 90% of the games are in England yes at Wembley that is vital this is a huge advantage for England I mean with with the talent that uh, England has with the players I mean we, we can just start with Jack I mean Ford and Mount Rashford unbelievable Harry Kane you know what it's really interesting to see Harry Kane what yeah. he's going to do because yeah. there's a lot of question out there for him is he going to move he's not going to move 
can he do in that big tournament, that yeah. big stage? So it's a big tournament for him yeah. as a captain as yeah. well. So I'm excited, but what about France? What about Portugal? It's hard to look yeah. past France, isn't it? That's where the money's going, mm. France. I mean, there's a lot of lot of pundits, um, our colleagues are back in France, and you can see why. But there's little things going on in the press this week. I don't know if you've seen it, Linz, but... Mbappe and Giroud, yeah, the fallout. I mean, it's, not it's quite well. Sometimes is it? France have this self-destruct button, and I'm really hoping they push it because because <laughs> <laughs> they are some team, but you know, world champions look unbeatable at times. But there is a there seems to be a little bit of a problem a in there. Tension there. Where you, you look feel at, like Mbappe was passing to him enough in the game. He yeah, came I mean that's nonsense. It's, it's, not, it's nonsense, isn't it? It's like you know, it's. Maybe it's a bit of immaturity. I don't know what it is, but then you contrast that with England camp. I listened to Jack do an interview yesterday and he was brilliant. He was mature. You know, like I've never really, I've sat down and, and, and listened to him, but he seemed relaxed. And then I, I, I listened to someone else on the radio. I think it was um, Mason Mount, relaxed, calm. And I think Gareth takes a lot of credit for that. The England squad from all accounts, all the noises is the most harmonious mm. it's ever been. What about the, your, your dark horses for the tournament then? What about like Poland with Lewandowski up front? I I I don't think it will be a, a, dark, a dark horse though. You you think that it's mm. going to be a surprise because the strong nations, the strong teams, they're out there to win it. I yeah, mean, we maybe Germany. I know Germany is the dark horses. You're going to be popular with no, England but, supporters. Here. No, but no, no, but I'll, I'll tell you why. Because they haven't been that successful in the last couple of tournaments. Yeah, yeah. They haven't been performing, mm. but they've got the players to do it. Yeah. Because I don't think anybody. I don't think I've heard anyone saying Germany've got a chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now Germany's becoming like no, not mm. yet. I think they've got the players mm. to do it if they perform. I mean, I watched them against Latvia the other day. Yeah. I know we, we're saying it's only Latvia and that. They, they won't stop him. They no, won't push him. No, no. Typical German mentality. Yeah. We've got chance to beat you. We will beat you. You yeah. give us opportunity, we'll punish yeah. you. That's why I know people will say, oh, yeah, but they're a strong team. They haven't done that well. No. Yeah. And I think they've got the players to do it. Yeah. And Yogi loves uh, Swan Song as well, so you just wouldn't put mm. it past him before course, he course. goes as well. Well, the outright winners of Euro 2020 odds uh, with Coral, it's 4-1 to one for France, England 5-1, to one, Belgium 13-2, to two, Germany are 8-1, to one, um, and Poland 80-1 to one as well, so that's your odds there. But Stan, you're Bulgaria's record appearance holder, you know what it feels like to pull on that kit for your national team. Just what did it mean for you to, to play for your country? Uh, it was everything. Uh, I think it was uh, as much as it was my dream. I think it was my dad's dream as well. My dad, yeah. my dad was one of these old-fashioned players and demanding, and he saw something in me, and he won't, he won't give, uh, he won't, he wouldn't stop pushing me until yeah. actually I succeed. Um, it was one of that. Sometime, uh, you know, people say, oh, "Was that too, too?" It was not too hard on you. Yeah. No, it was expected. Yeah, uh, yeah, he was yeah. expected because he wanted me to succeed. He was a great player. He was a midfielder, right? right. But he never had the chance to play for the national team. So uh, I think that was his dream as well. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And he saw in me, and he saw yeah. I'll push him as much as I can. And I loved it. Yeah. When I, I, I I've played through every single age group. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've said earlier we we played against each yeah, other yeah, yeah. earlier, and I've played through every single uh, age group. And when I made my debut, that was that was the dream come through because yeah. uh, I mentioned earlier about 
I wanted to become like my idols. That was Stoichkov, Balakov. Yeah, yeah. They were big. They were yeah. Barcelona, Bayern Munich, yeah. uh, Sporting Lisbon. And I wanted to be like that. Yeah, yeah. So for me to be part of that uh, that national team for nearly 13 years, yeah. I think, you know, the funny things the other day I was I was looking at uh, looking it through. I've only been subs like something like three times. I In started every, every single game? I started every single game. From how, how long was the time span? When did, when did you make it? Nineteen ninety nine. Wow, wow! And I, obviously, I, I, reti- I retired in two thousand. So, did, did you did you actually play with a, with them players? Your hero, Stoichkov. Yeah, yes. talk to he, me about him. The left foot was like a hammer, weren't incredible. it? Incredible. Mm. I've, oh. I've played with him in the national team. I've played with him in the CSK Sofia. He was my coach. Yeah, it was incredible. I mean, when I went in the national team, we played England just yeah. before I moved to, to Celtic so he was the captain yeah I remember he was the leader I was the game yeah yeah I was there and I'm like oh my god yeah and he was leading you he was talking to you he was a predator the soon the game the game mode yeah it was you've never seen something like that he was just the winner he yeah. just wanted to go out win and be the best yeah. by the time when I was a national team he was kind of just just start to finish in his career yeah, yeah. but then he still had that fire yeah. And I loved every single yeah. minute. I've, I've listened to every single advice you've given me. But for me, it was something that I will always cherish. Because it's a special, special moment. Well, as you're talking about Stoichkov, it's time for what really happens. Okay. <laughs> because this is where the audience pick a moment from your career that they want to know more about, okay? Go on then. So we're going to take you back to 2006. Okay. So Bulgaria, unbeaten after four Euro 2008 qualifiers. Things going really well. You're captain of the side. Your idol, of course, Stoichkov, is the manager. And then you announce your decision to quit international football at the age of just 27. Tell us why. What uh, really happens? Well, uh, a very stupid for me, I would say. Uh, stupid in a way because I told I could change certain things. Not against Stoichkov. It's, it's people in the Federation. Uh, always worked uh, honestly. I've, I've worked so hard to to become somebody, to, to do everything in the right way. And I saw things that I wasn't happy with. Yeah. And you know what? I thought that I was the big player. Uh, I was me, Berbatov, Martin Petrov. We were quite big. We were playing. We had the voice. And I thought if I do it, they may take notice. But you know what I've noticed? They didn't care. Yeah. And I've noticed it very, very, um, very quickly. And I've come back very quickly. And uh, you know what? Stoichkov, I, I had a conversation with him and he knew my decision. He knew that I left. And uh, uh, after that, I called him and I said, by the way, I've done a mistake. And it's something that I thought that I could do, I could change. I don't think that was the case. And he said to me, I know where you're standing. I know your frustration. And I'll tell you what, I've been there. If you want to come back, if you want to play again, you're always welcome in my team. That's class. What was your relationship like with Stoichkov after that? It it didn't affect it. We still speak, we we still chat. Obviously, we talk about Golmo. He's, he, he lives in Miami. Yeah, yeah. He, he works for the for the Mexican TV. He loves it. Uh, we have a great relationship. Yeah, we, are, we listen. We we both work really hard to achieve. What obviously yeah. he's in a different level than me. He, he's my he's one of my idols. He's an icon. A, yeah. So the for me, he's, he's something that I always appreciate. We have a great relationship. We always had a yeah. great relationship. We never had you a problem. You must have some funny stories about him though. He's always known as a, a bit of a loose cannon yeah, yeah. and a I'll, bit I'll, volatile. I'll, te- I'll tell you, I'll tell you. Yeah, we, I've done a, a charity game at, up at Celtic so I've invited him to come and play yeah. and uh, he comes and play and 
everything is okay, he's arrived, there's a big attention, everything's yeah. in our stories. So, so we get into the dressing room, uh, Joe. And the next thing, he, I, I, I went to do press and they were just, get, the boys are changing. Yeah. And I, I keep seeing like four missed calls, <laughs> you know, Stoichkov plays with number eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number eight. Yeah. So next thing, I'm warming, I say, everything okay? He goes, no. And I went, oh. <laughs> he said, can you come? I'm just outside the, the, the dressing room. So he comes, as he pulled me in the sand and said, sorry to ask, but they've put number 10. And I went, what do you mean they've put number 10? <laughs> they've, they've got the instruction that you're number eight. He said, no, 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 there's number number 10. He said, Stoichkov, number 10. <laughs> you think we can change it? And I went, no. So walking in, Joe, number 10. And I can see he's screwing. <laughs> he's screwing. And I'm like, that will be sorted straight away. This is Stoichkov. He's got principles. He's got yeah. things that he stick with. And that's me. I'm Christo Stoichkov. I play number eight. Yeah. I don't care what it is. That's me. I've got my own brand and yeah. you just have to respect it. Did you play number 10? Oh, him? No. <laughs> Did you no. change it Yeah, changed change it straight away. Who, who was the number eight? Who, huh? who was the number eight? Alan Thompson. Was it? <laughs> yeah, obviously it was a Celtic and, and the kid was like, yeah, but Tom was number eight. I said... Tell Tom we has to go another <laughs> number, and uh, it, it was it was funny, but it's that's Stoichkov, and he knows what he wants and how to get it because yeah. he've achieved so much. Do you know that reminds me of, when I signed for Chelsea, I met Claudio Ranieri with my dad, and um, I said, I, and we after discussion, I, I said I'd like to wear the number ten shirt, and yeah, no problem, Claudio, no problem. But on the same day, they signed Seba Varon. So he's promised the number 10 shirt to Seb of Aron. So then we've come in to about to sign the contract and my dad's there and he's noticed on like the contract that the shirt number was going to be number 20. So my dad went, I was like, I, I didn't have the principles of Stoichkov. I just wanted to get to Chelsea. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, that's all right. And my dad went, whoa, no, it's not, son. Start as you mean to go on. They told you number 10, you're playing number 10. And then Trevor Birch, bless him, he was doing the deal. He went, oh, I'm sure... Uh, I'm sure I'd be fine. And he started panicking. But well, we're leaving unless he gets number 10. And I'm kicking my dad under the table going, no, we're not leaving. <laughs> I want to sign this deal. And um, he's gone, no, we're leaving, we're leaving. You, you have to wear the number 10. And they're panicking and they run Claudio. He'd forgot. Because at that time, there was yeah, new players that. coming to Chelsea. Every, he don't yeah. know what he's saying to people. So he's on a, he had to ring Seba. And luckily, Seba was like, yeah, there's no problem if you promised it to Joe before me. So I got the number 10 shirt. But... I was just kicking my dad under the table going, please don't mess this up for me. But he probably more of the Stoichkov era where he's yeah. like, no, if someone tells you something, you got to do it. So, yeah. I need, yeah. Principles, yeah? Yeah, That yeah. was his principles. Yeah. And when I called him back and I, I want to say I've done a mistake, he was like, yeah, I've been there. My principle is like, everybody got a second chance. So, come back. Yeah, yeah. You, you're in the straight uh, next game. Don't have yeah. to worry about it. Just to let you know you'll be picked. You're going to be under fire, but you have to deal with it. Yeah. Moved on. Brilliant. And you're basically an honorary Scotsman after your time at Celtic, where you've won an incredible 10 trophies. Who are you going to cheer on during England-Scotland? <laughs> <laughs> I will cheer football. That's what yes, I'm going to cheer. But I, I, I can't wait for this game. Yeah. Honestly, I can't wait because I love I've, I've loved, uh, uh, British football, you know, yeah. the passion, the, the excitement, the, yeah. the pace, everything. And these two countries they just love clashing against each other so I can't wait uh, I will go 
not going to lie to you, I, I think Scot- Scotland will, will give a, a good go, but yeah. I think England probably will have too much. You know they're going to play out of their skins against us, don't you? Of course you? they will. <laughs> I, I was at the last game, Linz. Euro 96, I had tickets. I was right behind the goal where... Do you remember? Oh, Seaman saved... Um, the penalty from McAllister yeah. and then I was literally still celebrating and then looked up the other end at Wembley and you see Gaza lift the ball over Colin Endry and it's just, I still picture it now like, and I just, it's like time stood still Colin went out for, to get his pie from the, the he was done what he was doing he dived in and it just and it seems to take ages for Gaza to hit the volley and when it went in the, the Wembley just erupted and I think that was when Euro 96 started that yeah. moment and then Jamie Redknapp with the um, like, it's so iconic. They've been talking the about the dentist chair. Yeah, it's uh, so yeah. I'm 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 so excited for that game. But it let's let's win the a full house, doesn't it? That's oh. the one game you look at in in the fixtures. It just it should be full. It should be full, and it should be a celebration of football. You know, celebration of Scotland. They've been there for twenty odd years. You know, and they're there, so they're going to make a hell of a noise. Their fans, if they get to come down and watch it, but yes, that is for me. That's the standout game mm. of the group stage out of all of the games. And good that it's on a Friday night as well. Oh, How yes. strong do you think this Scotland squad is? I, 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 I think they're strong. Uh, yeah. Well, the togetherness. I think they've got great togetherness. They've got some uh, incredible individuals there. Uh, I think uh, Robertson. I think Tierney, yeah. I think John. Good characters, Tierney, both you know, of them. Yeah, it, all of they them. They have that, but their togetherness makes them even even more dangerous mm. because they haven't done it for a long time. I think there was a lot of doubts about if they can make it. Steve Clark managed to pick the right players to give the players that uh, inform the ones that, that play well. They're going to mm-hmm. be picked up. And they managed to qualify. And they qualified uh, in, in, in a good way, you know, with, with excitement. Mm. And I think all the boys now are looking forward to be part of that European Championship. Mm. So I think I think that, that, that could, there could be a, a surprise there for them if they show the form they show in the qualifi- qualifications. Mm. Do you think they'll fancy getting to the knockouts? Because you've yeah. got like four... You know, of the third place teams are going to make yeah, it through yeah, as yeah. well, so it's, it's a proper uh, listen, opportunity. I, 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 I'm not trying to win favour of any Scottish fans here, but I'm, I'm with Stan. I, I think they've got they got very good players, very good characters. Them players he mentioned: Tierney, Robertson, McGinn, uh, McTominay as well. As well yeah. Like I look at them as a foot, an ex-player looking at players and how they conduct themselves on the pitch. I think their characters stand out. I know Steve Clark; he's a great organizer. And so I think they'll be they'll be structured. They've got quality and they've got a great togetherness. I think they might surprise a few. I think they'll get out of the group. Scotland. They won't be England. But. No, but you know, what? <laughs> you know the funny thing is that they're all, they're, they're all young. Yeah. They're, they're, the way they play, the profiles of the mm. player, the intensity, the creativity, yeah. the speed that they've yeah. got. I think I think they could probably do a, yeah. a surprise of the tournament. I'll t- I'll t- I'll tell you what the you've asked that earlier. Maybe, maybe Scotland could be. Mm. I'll t- tell you what the bet is, Lewis. What I think for for Scottish fans or football fans out there, I think they'll be they won't concede many goals. I think they'll go over back five and pack the midfield. So I think under goals, under two point five goals, is the bet for Scotland games. I think all of their games will be tight, and that's how they'll play it. I bet they just wish that Tierney and Robertson didn't play in the oh, same position. That's it. That, two world-class players in the team and both left-backs. Mm. It's, it's mental. Am I right in saying as well, Stan, that when you first went to Scotland, you worked in a burger van serving burgers to drunk Glaswegians to yeah. try and improve your English? How, uh, how did that work? Uh, it worked well for me. Uh, I know a lot. I've been asked this question so many times about why I've done it and, you know, people laugh, people understand uh, as well. But I, I had to learn the language. 
I I went there. Um, obviously now, mm. you know, you've got player liaison. Yeah. yeah, the players that look after. It wasn't like that when I signed yeah. for Celtic. When I signed for Celtic, he's like you're on your own. Yeah, you're, yeah. You, you just, you're here yeah, to yeah. play football. That that's the way it goes. Sink or swim. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what I've realised, you know what? When you go to a special place, when you go somewhere, you'd. I didn't want to go back to Bulgaria. My dream was to develop as a player and individual. And that opportunity was given to me. I've managed to get there by all the hard work and the sacrifices mm. I've done as a young boy and I've become a man. When I went there, I saw what, what uh, incredible places and I didn't want to give up. When you mm. don't want to give up, you want to mm. do everything. Yeah. I mean, not just the burger van. I, I was in the cinema every, like three films a day. Yeah. And the reason of that is because... I couldn't go to to, um, to to for lessons. I didn't have time. There was no training or traveling. So yeah. I had to do it in different ways. How old were you then? Nine, 19. I just turned 20. I mean, I, I was dropped in a, in Scotland. Not, no word of English. Different culture. No friends. I mean, I was in a very low contract as well. I think yeah. I, when I signed for 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 Celtic, I was earning more money actually that <laughs> that I, I I could afford. So it's uh, it was a difficult time for me. But what I've realised because that's where we as yeah. athletes, the competitive side, the, yeah. the encouragement, the, the the resilience, it, it kicks in. Yeah, I just want I didn't want to give up. I didn't want to. I didn't want to be a failure going back home. You know, everybody's asking me, oh, you know, playing, how is everything? And you just, sometimes we just put this fake mask and we go, oh, everything is fine. It wasn't fine. Yeah. Deep inside, I knew that I wasn't fit enough. I had yeah. the ability. I wasn't speaking the, the language as well. I can see, Joe, you've been in the dressing yeah. rooms. If you don't fit in the dressing room, dressing yeah. room kicks you out. Yeah. John yeah. Barnes was the, the manager was there. there. What was it, he like? John was... I didn't have a con- I didn't have a relationship with John because uh, because I couldn't speak the language. I think John. I think that, that that job came to him too quick because I felt for John. He still thought that he was a player. Right. I mean, he will train with us and you tackle players. You slide. Really? You try to not make. They'll try to not make him. Yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. thinking. There's no respect here. Yeah, yeah. It will never work. It will never yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. So you've been telling us about your burger van stint, which improved your, your English. You still haven't really told us who you're going to be supporting in that game, though. Go on, you're going to have to commit. I'll go for England. Good man. It's not just Joe, because Joe is here. I, I, I like Joe and everybody else. Uh, I, I think there's just some kind of buzz and excitement about yeah. that team, about what they can offer. Uh, and they have so many young players that uh, I, I would like to see how they're going to mature together yeah. in a big tournament. Yeah. So yeah. I'll go for England. Well, Good Scotland 8-1 to one with Coral uh, to beat England at Wembley in that so one. 8-1? to 8-1. One. One. I, I think it'd be a tighter game than people think like I said I just can't get made around life when I close my eyes and envisage that game it has to be a tight game 1-0 1-1 one, 2-1 maximum it won't it won't be a free scoring game how tight do you think the group's going to be because it's Czech Republic Croatia Scotland England I think a lot of people seem to think it's quite an easy group for England do you, do you think it's as, as easy as some people are making no, out not at all not at all you, you know funnily we're saying we're talking about England winning it and I also say it could be that go the other way. Yeah. Would yeah. they be able... You know, first game against a very mature, strong Croatia team. And you know what? George, you mentioned something that 
England haven't won the opening game for for many many years. So that'll be interesting to see if that's going to ne- be never stand never psychologically that that'll be there. But yeah. I think with with a young team now, I don't think they really worry about history no. or you know you're talking about always England penalties and that. I don't think these young boys care about mm. it now they just want to go and express mm. themselves and show what they could what they do so uh w- will be difficult but i i think they'll find enough strength and they've got, they've got enough quality to mm. go through the first game two o'clock on sunday against croatia we've seen gareth sort of mm. experiment chop and change in the in the friendlies and the mm. the warm-up games for it how do you think he's going to set up I think he'll. I think he'll set up with a back five. I think obviously not having Harry Maguire, he's going to go for strength in numbers. I think he's. I think whether he plays John Stones in the middle, and and Shaw and Kyle Walker beside him, uh, with with maybe Rhys James right wing back and uh, Chilwell left wing back. So I think he'll go with five defenders plus right. I think it'll be not negative. I think he'll be pragmatic in the first game in the sense that it, he, he won't want to lose. He, but the strength in this England team is in the attacking department so you it's better suited to get more of them guys on the pitch but for this first game I think Gareth will go to type and he'll go and try and maybe keep a clean sheet go with five at the back for me Jack Grealish is the is the jewel in the crown in the final third I'm going to play Mason Mount and Declan Rice in midfield and then you've got to play I'd play Jack off the left Foden off the right and Harry came through the middle. You people might argue there's not blistering pace in the front three, but Pep manages to do it. He's played without players who, who are runners in behind. So, you know, it will be interesting that what Joe is saying. I, I, I do, I do believe that uh, Gareth Southgate has to be careful against uh, yeah. uh, Croatia because they do have the players yeah. to to punish you. They've got speed. They've got good creativity and they've got players they've done it in a big tournament yeah. as well but what will be interesting to see is can he restrict those players that mm. ha- had a good seasons and mm. you know they're playing attacking football yeah. and he's playing a lot of attacking minded players yeah. I know you're saying five yeah. but you're playing with the full bags yeah. and every, they're attacking minded they will they will leave a lot of space behind yeah. which teams know how to uh, use that space so it'll be interesting to see is he going to do that or you're just going to say, go and enjoy, go yeah. and play the way you know how mm. to play. And because if you restrict the, the strengths, yeah. it becomes more, more more problematic. I think, sorry, Liz. I was going to say, so many of the fans just want the handbrake off though, don't they? Yeah. Because of the, the players that we've got in there up front. They don't want the cautious approach. I think we're all trying to pick a team. I think the team that plays in Croatia will be a very different, not very different, will be different to the team that plays against Scotland and maybe a different formation. But, I I see this this team, this group of players, almost like this is a free hit for them. The World Cup in Qatar is the one where they're going to be ripe and mature. I think go into this tournament and just believe in our attacking play and our ability to hold the ball. We haven't had players with the ability to hold the ball. So you put Mount, Jack Grealish and Phil Foden in any midfield in the world you are going to dominate possession and you're going to win free kicks with Jack. You're going to handle the ball. And we've never had that at a tournament. We've always been rock and roll football. Bang, bang, bang. But now that we, this, this is a different type of player. So go with it. Get them boys on the pitch. If I'm managing England, them three will be on the pitch in whatever system I play. Because I, you got to get players in. But you know, you know the funny thing is that when 
I'm looking at it from different side of it. it. Used to be, you know, if you had uh, Frank Lampard and Steven yeah. Gerrard, and you always said they have to play. Yeah, there's nobody yeah. else. They, 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 there's nobody else. But yeah. now, what you do is now, if Foden start, everybody's happy. If mm. Jack start, everybody's happy. Yeah. If Mount start because they've got that ability to change games. They all loved mm. Rashford, Sterling, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kane. So whoever he picks and yeah. what system he goes, I think fans will go. Yeah, mm. I can see why. Yeah. Because you've got the ability. Yeah. yeah. A great season. So now there's no many questions. No. But there's many questions for Gareth. Yeah. Who are you going to get yeah. in the right place and the right position to win the games? Yeah. Good, good problems to have. Yeah. Which, which other players do you think are really going to shine at the tournament then? There's so many. Yeah. Um, um, Joao Felix, I think. Yeah. I think I'm look. I, I really love watching. I, I know that there's so many down in Ukraine. They've got Capo as well, but mm. Joao Felix, I I think that could be his yeah. uh, his tournament. And I'll tell you why because we we mentioned about Portugal about the way they play the depth yeah. of the squad and that. But I think with with him winning La Liga uh, yeah. and playing really well, being part of it of a, yeah. a very of a big uh, big season, yeah. I think he's probably gonna be the one that's gonna shine. He's a talent. He's yeah. and, you, and you know what as well? The way he's almost... He's done great for Atletico Madrid, but the way Simeone plays isn't even great for him and he's no. still performed. When he puts in that Portuguese team with mm. Fernandes, Silva, Cancelo giving him the ball, he's going to... He will fry. That's a good shout. Do you know what else I like? Bruno I, Fernandes as well. You've got to think oh, he's got to have a good tournament this mate, season. He's, he's, he's had. He's we're not even mentioning Portugal too, you know? Look at it. We just, the names we've picked up. So excited. You know, this European Championship has been probably one of the so many players in form at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how yeah. the manager will deal with that and yeah. how they can, you know, use players in the right way. Yeah, I, I, I want to throw a name in, Linz. Chiesa for Italy, for, oh, yeah. for, for the listeners, because I watched this, this lad play in the 21s tournament a few years ago and he, he looked like a man playing amongst boys. He's direct... He's, 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 had a, he's had a great season. I think he'll be one as well as a young player. One who, 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 there's always a young player that springs to people's mind. I think that'll be one that'll be a household name by the end of the tournament. They're a team like they've got like such a nice balance between mm. exciting young players coming through and mm. experience. Yeah. Like I know England obviously have got, mm. got so many young players, mm. maybe almost too much on mm. that side. Whereas Italy have got that balance. I think they're going to be dangerous. We could do with a Bonucci or a Cellini in the England yeah. squad, couldn't we? Yes. But um, yeah, them boys. That, that's a lovely. That's that's that's. They seem to be. We talk about dark horses. That that's. They've got the blend to do it. The young players, experienced manager, experienced players at the back. Yeah. So yeah. They're like unbeaten in twenty-seven I games, know, but people aren't talking about them so much because no. they sort of great position to be in. Balls qualification for yeah. the the World Cup, but on such a roll, aren't they? Yeah. You 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 need the experience, and the experience you need it because as we've been there, you know, you yeah. know the, the the blood is boiling and yeah. you just want to do it you don't yeah. have a patience sometimes yeah. you need somebody to just hold it yeah. especially from negative moments yeah, yeah, yeah you know this is this is the thing we all excited with that but what's happened if something go wrong in the first yeah game? yeah who's gonna be there who's been there yeah, who's done yeah, it yeah. who's been in that position and go hey it's okay we've got yeah. we've got another two games let's let's yeah. move on let's keep believing let's keep everybody's behind us we're playing home so do they have that voice who's gonna mm. be that so it's mm. that's where you, you talk about Italy, even even Portugal, Ronaldo. You know, he's, yeah. he, you know, look at him. He, he, even if he don't have his best, 
uh, European Champions, you know, big tournament, yeah. he's the one who's done it. He'll go, okay, this is what we do. Yeah, You've seen him in yeah, a, yeah. on a touchline, you know. Well, when they did run it, he yeah, started managing, exactly. didn't he? Yeah, right? I know. And he went but on. You need, you need you players need, like You that. need characters, you do. You know, people questioning Jordan Henderson, maybe... Maybe that, maybe that guy for England. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Who's going to be the breakout star? Do you think which, which are the exciting young players that that you think are really going to shine? Jack Grealish. I I just I know that we mentioned so many, but there's been so much hype, not just in England, around the world. Yeah. Is Jack good enough to play in a big team? Is Jack good enough to play yeah. for a national team? Is he good enough to to be picked up as a, a yeah. as a starting? I just want to see that boy, just just to see yeah. what he's going to... Because he's a star around the world with what he does for Villa, not for the national team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to see if that boy can just show what he's capable of because yeah. he's got incredible uh, ability. And I think that's... Because he's not there yet. Mm. He hasn't done it in the big stage. And that's yeah. why I think he, he can show everybody what he's about. What about Kai Havertz as well? Like, what do you think that... This, Ball this, in, the, this, in the Champions League final is going to do for yeah. his confidence. Yeah, Kai's, <laughs> um, Kai had a difficult moment this year, you know. We and and I'm constantly banging the drum for him all year because he, he, he was ill with COVID. You know, he's 21. He's come to a new country. He's left his family behind. Difficult circumstances. His manager who brought him in, who had a lot of belief in him, Frank. He leaves. You know, and it and it all culminated with him coming back to form and then in the final he was brilliant very similar to Jack he's a ball carrier yeah. so he's he's a star you know and it, there's there's no doubt he could be a top player but I'm I'm with Stan with, with Jack one of our Stan is as a Villa man do you think this is the right like it's not the right time Jack I think they're resigned to losing him the the, the Villa or do you think he's, he's they've got a chance of keeping hold of him I, you know, you know the the funny thing is, uh, I always I always question the club, and I always say, is what what direction the club goes? It's yeah. about how you're gonna keep Jack. You yeah. can only keep Jack if you're adding, if you're yeah. adding quality. To be honest, with the with the transfer, the what the last couple uh, years of yeah. the transfers, now with the the new the new transfers, yeah. uh, I, I think they're trying to keep him, and yeah. I think he'll stay because yeah. what he can see that how good a tournament he, he has. Yeah, maybe. well, that's the thing. But yeah. you're always going to be that question. But don't mm. forget one thing, and I, I I admire him a lot. Whatever we say, Joe, and mm. we say he deserves to play for this team. This boy just loved the club. Yeah, and sometimes you know we've seen. With Steven, Steven Gerrard. Yeah. yeah, we've seen him. We've yeah, seen him. Yeah, look yeah. at him, yeah. and he've achieved a lot with the, with the club. He, he'd be, he's a yeah. legend, and you know Jack loves the club. Yeah. And you know people say to me, "Yeah, but he has to go." I say, "Yeah, we all think that way, yeah. but sometimes the love is even bigger than you know yeah. what they're going somewhere else." And he wants to achieve things with the, with the club. Uh, I, I believe that. Uh, the, the club will be challenged yeah especially if you have a there'll uh, be bids won't yeah, they? Definitely. there'll be bids definitely. and you know what as a former player and as yeah. a fan now and seeing sad to go it's ine- inevitable it, it just it happens with the big with yeah, the big and yeah. the good players and, and that's normal and as a fan I, I'd love to see him to go and, and yeah. play in the like, Champions League finals you, you're talking about uh, you know you know talking about he's already won the Champions League yeah People yeah. already notice in clocking that you're already a Champions League winner. Yeah. Jack is not there yet. But now with yeah. this tournament, you're talking about who's going to be the surprise, who's going to be the profile, that everybody. Yeah. That's why I think it's his moment to do it and to shine. 
That's yeah. going to be a massive clamour for him to start with. The, the odds for young player of the tournament, Foden's 7-2 favourite, Kai yeah. Havertz um, of Germany is 7-1, to one, and Ferran Torres 9-1 to one as well. Good he plan. could have a good, good tournament, good kidney. What about the golden boot then? Benzema's got to be up there to coming back. He, he sounds, when you listen to his interviews, he sounds like a hungry lion. Like he's not been fed. He's not played for the. <laughs> he's not played for France for six, five years for off-field yeah. problems. Watched him. We did the semi-final round Madrid against Chelsea. But best player on the pitch, Benzema. In a, in what I've considered a poor Real Madrid team, everything he does is just on point. He's, he, it was only Mendy's fabulous save where he bent it into the top corner. He's, he's full stretch, but it that stopped him scoring. But I'm going to go with Benzema as top scorer. I think he's going to have a great tournament. He's one of my my favourite players to watch over the last 10 years well the, the odds for Euro 2020 golden boot with Coral Harry Kane 11-2 to two, Mbappe's 8-1 to Benzema's more than Mbappe uh, Cristiano Ronaldo 12-1 to one, and Lewandowski 25-1 to one. it's massive I, I, to be honest before you actually uh, mentioned uh, the odds uh, those two favourites for me that's going to Harry Kane and Mbappe yeah yeah I, yeah. I think I think it, I've watched Obviously, Bulgaria played uh, yeah. France out of there. Yeah. I think the boys is on the mission. You reckon? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. He could have scored probably six. Really? Yes. He's so direct. He's so quick. Any team leave a space yeah. for this man, yeah. he will punish them. He's ridiculous. Yeah, he? and he's he's converting now chances into goals, which yeah. makes him even more yeah. stronger. Harry Kane, he's going to play with a, with a special uh, time. They will create for him. yeah. And he's always in the right place, so I'll, I'll go for them too. Between them two, do you think? Do you think Harry playing for England? You know, when we watched him for Tottenham this year, and he keeps dropping off into the pockets. Do you think there'll be a purposely tactically just to keep him the whip for the box, just to get on the end of things? Because he doesn't need to come back. We've got so yeah. many players who can handle the ball now. At Tottenham, he was all like Roy of the Rovers. It's he was doing everything. Changed his role really, hasn't no. he? It's almost you want him. Back in that yeah. out and out number nine role. Yeah, just don't worry about that. Leave, leave that to us midfielders. You go up and put a ball back there. Yeah. Stay away that, from corners. Yeah, yeah but that's the beautiful side of being international players because yeah. you play with the best there. Yeah, in Tottenham, especially this season, he had to adjust his game mm. because uh, for the sake of the team. Yeah, he had to do a lot of different uh, work. For not what his strengths are. Yeah, he had to sacrifice. He had to get away from the box. Mm. He didn't get in the box. He was yeah. running to challenge. He was dropping deeper. Mm. So he didn't have many chances. He wasn't there. Every time he had the chance that he's in the box, he's he converted them. Something else. And I'm I'm sure Gareth Southgate will go. Stay there. Yeah. We'll get the ball to you. You just convert chances. You just score goals. Mm. And that's what. That's how you, you win games. I, 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 sorry, Lindsay. If I was working with Harry Kane at this tournament, exactly that. I'll be setting up every session leading up. There won't be many, but it'll be like I'll be putting it into splitting the pitch into thirds. Don't come in here. No, don't don't come in here. Don't go out there. Almost limit him into that role. Do you know, and build your team right, like your 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 tactical movements when you're passing the ball and you're you're playing. Don't get Harry involved. Just bounce it off him and let Jack, Phil, Mason. Whoever Declan Rice, whoever plays, stay up there. And if he does that, he can win the Golden Boot. Okay, let's get mm. some predictions then. It's that time I hear you're pretty good at these. Oh, um, yes, Lindsay. I'm not <laughs> going to blow my own trumpet, but as soon as I've got it out, I did win the win the predictions league last oh, season. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> right, you laid down the gauntlet now. Uh, let's start with the opening match right. of the tournament. Then it's Turkey against Italy. Mm-hmm. Friday night. What do you think? Friday night. 
In Rome. In Rome. You can, I can only go with the Italians. I've been bigging them up. We all think they're the dark horses. Italy win, but it will be a tight game. 2-0, two, two I'd say. I'll go, I'll go draw. 1-1. One, one. And I'll tell you why, because... The opening game is always the hard yeah. one. Everybody want to make the impression. Everybody want to take a point. Everybody yeah. wants to be with a positive start. Yeah. So I'll go for a draw. I'll go 1-1. One, one. And you know they'll be dressed to impress. Oh, they? they're going to look lovely, the Italians. I remember I remember playing against Italy and walking out on the pitch and we had the baggy Umbro tracksuits on and we looked like, just looked at them and they just looked like 23 oh, supermodels. <laughs> slicked up. Nesta was looking so nice. Cannavaro was so good looking and then like just uh, we just looked like a, a right ragged ragged <laughs> ass oh, rovers we did they look they look, they all look great they whatever look happens however yeah, they yeah. play they'll look they, great they, they love they love their fashion oh. they love that I, I remember when we were in 2004 we, we spent so much on suits and we're gonna look that way we lost first game and the coach went tracksuit we don't need suits <laughs> we just been there and he just moved on be comfortable yeah. and at the Euros as well every match matters with Coral as well we're not going to predict just the, the big games as well Stan so who do you think is going to win Austria against North Macedonia on Sunday Ooh. Ooh. I'm going to go for North Macedonia their neighbours first of all um, debutants as debutants well debutants as well They've got some interesting young players as well. So I and Panda Fistio is still yeah. there, you know. So I'll go for uh, not Macedonia. I'm gonna go for it. Uh, oh, here we go. Nah, he's nah. gonna go for the <laughs> they, beat, they beat Germany in a they World have, Cup qualifier. I, I, I do like that. That. I'll go draw. I'll go draw. And I and I'm gonna be honest. I'm not really up on my North Macedonian football at the moment, but after this tournament, I know a lot more about it. You'll know everything. Yeah. We'll quiz you on them at the end, yeah. at the end of it. Right, finally, let's get your predictions then for England's opening game against Croatia. Two o'clock on Sunday. What are you going for? I know. We have to be positive because I said they're going to win it, but I'm going to go 1-1 draw. Sticking with that record of never winning the opening <laughs> game. Yeah. England, 2-0. And I'm going to predict how the game's going to go. I'm going to predict England are going to dominate possession in the midfield. And I think we're going to... the last going to get the ball off Modric first. Yeah, no, but I, I love Modric. He's, he's a fantastic player. What a player. But I just think England's legs in the middle of the park, the young, the youth will come into this team and play. And I think we'll, we'll, we'll win it. We do. No. Two sitting or one sitting against Croatia? I think he'll go... I, I think he'll go... Rice and Mount. Mount will play in a, hot, a deeper position, but and that will allow Sterling. I think he'll go with Sterling off the left, Foden off the right, Kane up the, through the middle. I I think he'll do that. But um, yeah, I think we'll dominate the ball. As you're that good, then who's going to score the two goals? Harry Kane. Both. One from open play, one from a pen. Start working on that golden boot yeah. straight away. In the <laughs> that, first that, game. That's been done. If yeah, you, if yeah mate. What what price would that be? Come on, Coral. England 2-0 okay. Harry Kane 2 two goals that's surely a special for the for the punters that one we'll find out, we'll find out. <laughs> the coral odds for those games or you can back Turkey to win over Italy at 7-1 to one. North Macedonia at 24-5 to beat Austria and uh, if you're feeling confident England are 11-1 to one to beat Croatia 3-0 in Come the opening on. game that's not bad is it that's not bad Stan thank you very much for coming on it's been lovely to see you Guys, it was a pleasure. Great to see it you, was Dad. Pleasure. Great to see and you. And great to see you looking well as well. And you, mate. Joe, have a tan as well. I know, I know. It's yeah. the golf course. Yeah, I love that. How was golf, by the way? Um, 
same as always, mate. Shanking it that way, then shanking it that way. So we're the same. Enjoy. <laughs> we're the same. And good luck with the next futsal match. Thank yes. you very much. Shout me. I might if I'm up in the manor. I'll come and play. I'll I've love got that. five minutes in me I'll love on that. them boards. Yeah. Get your boots on. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Uh, remember as well to find us on Sunday as well on the Joe YouTube channel as well or wherever you find your podcast because right after England Croatia, uh, we're going to give you our immediate post-match reaction and analysis as well. You Does that mean I have to say soberly? You do, game, yeah. Right? That's actually, right. I never really thought about that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, I've got, I've got the gaffer giving me that one over there, is that okay? <laughs> but Scotland, you might be able to go out on okay. Friday night and okay. then we'll do it the day after. Oh, that'd be great. So you'll be, be all great. right. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> You've been listening to the All to Play For podcast brought to you with Joe and Coral. Good episode, yes. that. Yeah. Well done, mate. Brilliant. You've been listening to All to Play For, brought to you by Joe and Coral.